Welcome to Empowered Returns, a show that surfaces forward-thinking real estate advice that investors and developers need to help them invest smarter and build better. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered Returns. I'm your host, P.T. Weinberg from uh, Charles Gate, and I am very pleased to have with me Cyrus Claffey, who's the founder of Butterfly MX, the leader in smart intercoms and a whole lot more, which we will get into today. So Cyrus, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you, PT. Happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So just let's kick it off and kind of talk about the genesis of Butterfly MX from, you know, how did you get going to sort of where you are now, which is, you know, clear, clear market leader in in that space. Sure. I mean, you know, look, I I think um, basically we're solving a problem that a lot of folks have. Uh, and you know, it started with me. Uh, I used to um, live in New York City, and uh, well, actually, I live in Brooklyn today. But uh, lived in New York City, but I worked in in Manhattan, and um, you know, I would be at work uh, in in Manhattan, and I would always miss my packages getting delivered to my apartment in Brooklyn. So, uh, you know, I was already working in prop tech. I had founded a company that was doing um, whole building infrastructure, low voltage uh, consulting. So I kind of knew all the stakeholders, kind of the pieces of the puzzle. And, um, you know, you could already stream live sports onto an iPhone. So I knew you could stream video to an iPhone. And uh, I worked in a lot of like new development condo deals. And, you know, we've all heard the expression, look and feel. So I was like, look, there's got to be something sexy at the front entrance of a building. Um, hey, how close can you get to an I- iPad Velcroed on the front of a building, right? <laughs> and uh, nothing's got a better look and feel than an iPad. And right. so it was like, you know, um, that's that's kind of the genesis of what Butterfly MX became. And um, Avalon Bay was actually our first uh, customer. Yeah, good, that's a good one. That was a great one. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was already consulting. Okay. They were, yeah, they were doing an urban infill deal yeah. in, in West Chelsea in New York. Okay. And um, they were about to spend 250000 bucks on a hardwired video intercom system. And I was like, hey, guys, I got an idea. How about an iPad at the front of the building that makes video calls to residents you know, smartphones. And we're like, wow, not only would that save us a ton of money because you eliminate all the wiring from the building to every unit, but it's going to be a much better experience. You know, I can be here in Boston, get a delivery, and guess what? I can see that guy, I can talk to him, and I can let him in, right? So um, it was really, that was kind of the thing that got, got the ball rolling, so to speak, and we really haven't looked back since. Cool. So I, I guess, you know, obviously, Good foresight there, right? Because that's where everything's going. Is yeah. is you know, and, and prop tech such a such a huge component of you know multifamily right now, and, and differentiating buildings. Um, talk about the specific benefits that you know Butterfly can offer. You know, both you know residents, owners, as well as managers, right? Because that's obviously one of the things that we love about it as property manager is you know how much easier it can it can you know make our lives. Um, and, and then obviously for residents, it's the biggest thing because you want to drive retention, you want to drive rents. So kind of talk about, you know, how you've positioned the product in a way to to benefit all these stakeholders and, and where those core benefits are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, and look, you've touched on a couple of them, right? You know, retention and, and I think kind of during the lease up process, right? You know, I think first and foremost, you have a touchscreen at the front of the building, right? So there's a massive amount of curb appeal, you know? I think uh, today's, uh, the bulk of, of kind of the renters in today's world are the millennial demographic, right? And they're renting a little bit longer 
longer as well. So you have the largest demographic since the baby boom, and they're staying in place a little bit longer, especially with elevated interest rates now, right? right, right. So um, they all use smartphones to kind of manage their lives because there's all these tools available on this thing, right? right? I mean, and so you can do your banking, get your entertainment, right? And why wouldn't access be part of that? So I think I think that's one of the, the biggest things. And once you get into the building, right, as a resident, you experience all the conveniences that, that can come along with like an automated platform. And that's not only just the access control piece, right? Um, but it's also things like rent payment, maintenance requests, and so forth, right? You're streamlining this so that people actually can, you know, have more time back in their lives to do the things that they wanna do, right? And when it comes to access control, you know, um, I mean, just think about this. Uh, I'm having a party at, at the amenity space of my building, okay? I can send out a virtual key to all of my friends, right? That gets them through the front entrance of the building, right? It can get them up the elevator, and then it can get them into the amenity space. You know, prior to the adoption of something like Butterfly MX, what would you do? You know, you would have to, you know, go down and meet each one at the front entrance or hope that you heard the buzzer. And by the way, there's no buzzer in the amenity space, right? right, right so right. there's all this kind of friction, I think, which um, platforms like Butterfly MX address and get rid of. And then I think for, you know, for property managers, you know, the, the benefits are manifold because Really, when you start to think about it, what else can you kind of um, kind of give time back to the property management company, right? So, I mean, the obvious one is is package delivery, and we're very grateful that Charles Gate has not only our intercoms but a lot of our package rooms. Why is that important? Well, because I can give the UPS, the USPS, the Amazon, the whomever, every delivery person, right, um, a four-digit pin that's unique to them, so yep. it's auditable, right? And they can get into the front of the building, and then they can go to the package room, deposit the packages, right? That notifies every single resident that now they have their package down there, and then that guy can be on his way to the next appointment he has. So. That's just like one example of, of how it can give time back to property management. So you don't need to be thinking about, all right, you know, how do I, how do I manage my packages, right? Because yeah. everything that you do that kind of becomes this rote behavior that you can't automate ultimately takes time away from higher value you know, tasks. And what are those? I mean, property manager's job is to drive revenue at a property. How do you do that? You know, it's about retention, right? And it's about um, occupancy. So any technology that give you guys more time back that helps you with those two goals that then drives revenue yeah. is going to be a, a, in kind of a plus and a win for property managers. And obviously for owners, it kind of it's the same sort of thing. It trickles up in the sense that, you know, if I have high occupancy and I have, you know, great, great retention, I mean, then then I'm going to be making more money for my property. My NOI will be better and therefore my asset is worth more. Right. So, so I think it's pretty remarkable that, you know, when we and we work on so many different projects and so many different stages and so many of them are kind of early on in design development and it's just kind of like a no-brainer. Access butterfly, access butterfly, right? So like just kind of like Xerox was synonymous with the copier. Well, what percentage of market share do you guys have? So in the in the automated intercom space. Yeah. So actually, you know, I'd be happy to say I think in Boston it's close to nine percent. Uh, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. And I think we're all very grateful. Yeah. Uh, you know, we wake up every day and earn it, right? We don't take any 
everything for right, granted, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, just like a good property management company, we believe about white gloving and yeah. understanding our customers and then kind of meeting their needs. Um, I can say today we're in about 12,000 buildings nationally, wow. which is like, you know, I'm kind of pinching myself because I don't think I ever even thought you know, that we would get to that point. But I yeah. think today though, we also see ourselves being in 20,000, being in 30, being right. in 50. Right. You know, we've become kind of a digital foundation stone, I would say. Yep. In in the built world piece of prop tech, meaning where kind of um, software enabled hardware kind of comes together with software to enable things like automated package delivery, to enable vendor access, right? You know, when, when the air conditioning unit on, on the chiller goes out 3 a.m. on a Saturday, how do you get somebody from Johnson Controls or Honeywell or whomever, you know, uh, you know, to get there and fix that thing without the property manager having to meet them? That's kind of the kind of thing which we which are excited to solve for going forward and think that we do today. Yeah, so I, I think that's a really good anecdote about how to make life easier for, for managers and vendors. And so 12,000 buildings, right? Where um, I think the misperception is, well, it's only new builds, right? Only new development. But right. obviously the vast majority of the housing stock is existing, right? So can you talk a little bit about you know, um, sort of eliminating that misperception and how easy it is to retrofit. I know that we did a, a building that actually is near and dear to my heart because I lived there for 15 years that, um, you know, it's a 1900s vintage huh. and, you know, now has a butterfly, huh. right? 16 units, not a huge building. Yeah. But, um, you know, I went by there a couple of weeks ago for something. I was like, you know, we, we tried another vendor uh, a couple of years ago before we kind of met you guys probably four or five years ago. System was a disaster right. and they had to just redo it. And, they, and now that we have the butterfly, everyone's happy. Yeah. Um, talk about sort of the difference in retrofits versus new builds sure. and you know how that adds value to an older property to sort of bring it into you know today's world and 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 then sort of you know what what you think that means and, and how much opportunity there is for you guys in that space yeah I mean listen I, I think uh, you mentioned it right the bulk of the assets out there are are actually not new dev right, right. I think new dev adds what three to four percent to the total stock every year right and I would say about Sixty uh, percent of what we do is actually retrofit um, okay. product, and you know I think um, the thing about new dev is um, is that there's been a lot of it, right? Because there is just such a demand for for new housing, right? And and there's just such a sizable demographic willing to pay, like you know, for Class A market rate product. Okay, so that's not going to stop. What's interesting is I think like. Uh, I don't know what the exact percentage is, but I think there's a ton of 1980s, 1990s, early aughts product, right? Um, that needs to be updated. You know, it's just kind of we're, we're at that redev cycle or beyond the redev cycle. And you know, the problem is, is that when you know you're in an area here like. Uh, the Back Bay or some part of Boston or like you're down in Quincy or what have you, and you've got all these new developments going up, and then I have an asset that's, that's dated. How do, I, how do I kind of remain competitive in that market, right? Because what will happen is, you know, lease comes up for renewal and somebody's going to cycle out, you know, and they're going to go to the new dev, right? So one of the great things is, is I think PropTech is one way, not the only way, but it's one way in which you can make the asset um, more competitive vis-a-vis -vis the rest of the market. And so, like I said, 
you know, Butterfly Max has a tremendous curb appeal. It's the first thing that you see when you walk up to it. And a lot of people, by the way, I live in a, a in a classic brownstone in Brooklyn, you right. know? Yeah. Uh, I just got renovated it, bringing it back to its classic state, you know? I don't want to live in in a in a modern thing. Otherwise, I would buy I would buy a different kind of townhouse, right? Yeah, I think that's a big piece of the allure to these more historic neighborhoods of Boston, Back Bay, South End, Beacon Hill, where obviously all the properties are of a certain vintage now that's, that's right. 20, 150 plus years old. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I actually lived here in the back bay, I think I told you, you right. know, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. on Marlboro and Dartmouth, and yeah. I loved it, you know. So, so you know, what what has to happen, though, is then your prop tech, like, product needs to be easy enough to retrofit, to go into, right, I think, uh, a an older building without breaking the bank, right? Yeah. And from the very beginning, you know, when I was working with Avalon Bay, um, you know, outside of New York City, where, you know, they had the majority of their assets, you know, they were using traditional telephone entry systems, right? And, you know, we designed Butterfly MX to be easily retrofitable on the exact same wiring bundle as a traditional telephone entry system. Because we knew, like, look, I, I think that the interesting thing is, you know, when you look at what Steve Jobs did, make it easy, make it intuitive for folks, right? And I think you can say, well, okay, it's just the software is gonna be easy and intuitive and create a lot of value. I can get my friends up to the, to the, you know, to the amenity space or the grill area at a building, right? Or I can get my packages in the door if I'm sitting here in Boston and I live in New York, what have you. But I think the real kind of deeper thing about that is, you know, when you go to the Apple store, right? It's well laid out. You got a genius bar to help you. You know, my my dad just put in a home alarm system and he hated it. It took him like six months to get it all figured out. I'm not right. gonna tell you who the home alarm vendor is, but you know what he said? When I call Apple, it's easy. They solve my problem. So for us, making installation easy, right, was critical, yeah. right? Because you're gonna reduce the amount of friction. And when you reduce the amount of friction, by the way, you reduce cost. And that means people will like say, you know what, I want to adopt this. And the same thing kind of goes all the way through to onboarding and so forth, because you know what, you have a lot of folks who've worked in the business for 20, 30 years, right? And they're not familiar with technology. They shouldn't be necessarily, right? They're there about keeping the occupancy high, making sure people want to lease that, that vacant unit. So we really focus on really looking at the entire kind of value chain from, hey, you want information about the, about the product? How can we solve the particular issues of a building? All the way through training, onboarding, and then making sure the residents have a great experience. So I guess bottom line is, you know, we've made it very, very easy to, to kind of install in older product. And we think that when you do that, you give that older product a leg up to help it make, uh, make it more competitive, right? And better functioning building, just as importantly, right? Yep. Operationally. Um, so where do you see kind of Butterfly going, right? Like where are the partnership opportunities for you? Where sort of the expansion in the platform beyond just entry? I know that, yeah. you know, you mentioned uh, in our kind of, previous conversation about, you know, starting to get to like smart locks on unit doors and really going holistically through an entire property from, you know, you mentioned it before from, you know, exterior intercom package room, amenity space, but now getting yep. into units. So wh where do you kind of see things evolving and, and where are the opportunities for you guys moving forward? Yeah. I mean, so look, there's really two vectors. Um, one is, you know, um, kind of 
the, the fact that we are, um, you know, uh, horizontally, we're large. We're now in 12,000 buildings, yep. right? So that presents an opportunity. So we now have scale, right? More scale than any other prop tech company, uh, but also more scale than most of our customers. So how can we use that as an advantage that we can then bring to our customer base? So what's very, very exciting is, is we've caught the attention of a lot of the national delivery companies, okay. right? Uh, and not just for packages, but also for food. Um, and that's very, very exciting because I think probably, you, you know, you talk to most property managers, you tell me, you know, but delivery is one of the biggest issues. And by the way, people don't even talk about food delivery, like, you know, that becomes a ball of spaghetti at the front of a building between <laughs> like six and nine, right? Yeah, Every yeah, day. Yeah, totally. Um, but like, because we now have scale, we have this, We've attracted a lot of attention, so we're in discussions with a lot of folks. I would say, please stay tuned. You know, yeah. check back on our website periodically, <laughs> and um, you know, we are creating today what I think is the future. And, and you know, just to um, just to kind of you know, pose a question to you, you know, do you think in ten or fifteen years, you know, the the anybody's going to be you know, coming in and trying to find somebody and, or, or, you know, in terms of buzzing them up or is it going to be an automated process, right? Oh, yeah, no, it's no brainer. Obviously, it's the latter. Yeah, that, of course. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. you know? So, so you know, we are creating that today and that's what I mean by Butterfly Mex is becoming the digital foundation stone for really the real estate industry in terms of building access. Now, when you think, so that's kind of the horizontal vector, right? Yeah. The vertical vector is we are now going into the building, right? Because I think, um, um, you know, the first thing was like, hey, you're letting in the delivery guy into the front of the building. Could you figure out a place where he could put those packages that's secure? Okay, we invented a package room, okay? Yeah. Um, the next thing is, you know, people said, look, people have to come down and meet the pizza delivery guy, you know, and when my elevator is locked in my building, you know, the pizza guy can't get up. So we developed elevator controls, right? And so it's very much because every single person inside the building starts at the front entrance. It became kind of this natural opportunity to say, well, look, um, wouldn't it make sense if we develop, you know, a, an access control platform for all the common areas, for the leasing office, for the telco room, anywhere that people are going to be going on a frequent basis, right? Anywhere that you as the property manager want to have control over and kind of set up buckets where people are allowed to go in, again, because it gives you the opportunity for like time savings by setting up kind of these automated workflows. Right. But then like the last piece of that is obviously the apartment, right? So, um, you know, for the last year or so, we've been working on integrating with a variety of different smart locks, right? And um, when you kind of pair all of that, or not pair all of it, when you bring it all together, right? You have the front entrance, you've got the elevators, you've got the common areas, you've got the apartments, and oh, by the way, we also have parking, you know, uh, for suburban, you know, for properties that have, you know, inside parking. And, you know, now we have what we call our end-to-end -end unified access platform. So now the entire building can be controlled from the resident's mobile app, right? But I think more importantly, the property manager has one pane of glass, one dashboard on which to view all the activity, right? So, you know, anomalies anywhere in the building can be highlighted, 
But by the same token, they can also set up, again, workflows and manage the whole building, right, from, from one system. And there's tremendous value, I think, in terms of, um, you know, economies of scale and training, right, and, and the ability to now see everything from, from one dashboard right. that you didn't have before, right? You'd have to look at three different places or, you know what, um, somebody's coming to turn a unit. Okay, well, you got to give the painter the Butterfly MX credential from the front entrance of the building. Um, you need to give him uh, the unit access. That's a different platform. Maybe somebody has got to meet him, you right, know, because you don't right, have smart right. locks, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. So it's it's very powerful. So those are that, you know, scale and going in for the comprehensive full building solution. Okay. What are the biggest challenges that you guys see right now? I mean, look, I think um, for the industry, because, you know, um, that's what I spend all my time thinking about, right? How can we solve problems? Um, and, and frankly, you know, that's kind of what I find to also be very exciting. Um, cause I'm, I'm a creative at the end of the day. Right. right? right um, yeah. and, um, you know, so I, I think it's like, look, um, you know, even before the interest rate increases, right. People were aging out of the business. Right. And, um, so you can't hire people. And I think, I think. Uh, multifamily was seeing kind of wage inflation already, right? Because you just, there's just not enough people, right? So right, it's like, right. you know, pick your devil. Is I, I can't find anybody, right? And I need maintenance people, I need leasing people, or, you know, whoever's there, they don't have the experience, right? Or, or the expenses are gonna go up. Then the next thing is, you know, insurance costs have been have been skyrocketing, yeah, right? Big time, big time. Uh, yep. and, and let's hope that they, they flatline, you know? Some markets, right. as you know, people are even just pulling out completely, right? Yep. And then now you've got the interest rate um, kind of, you know, uh, increases of the past year, okay? So I think like when you bring all of that together, um, you know, there's been like a lot of pressure on NOI. So I think our job is like, you know, how can we help owners, property managers, right? Um, offset some of those expenses. And I think that that's where you start to get into um, areas where, look, whether you have the front entrance intercom in the package room or just the intercom or the whole building solution, right? Uh, there's a variety of different kind of things that we can uh, provide and, and train the property managers on the ground uh, with how to operate the building more efficiently. Um, and you know, we touched on this a little bit in our in our prep call, but centralization is, yeah. is a huge issue, right? Yes, for sure. But centralization cannot be enabled, right? without tools, yep. you know, and those are technology tools, right? And, and but when you start to enable those, then you can execute on a centralization strategy, right? So I think that that's kind of where we are pointed towards directionally. Okay, what's uh, what's one thing about, you know, your kind of expertise and opinions on everything that, that maybe <laughs> most people wouldn't agree with? Yeah, I mean, okay, so this will sound a little, a little silly, but intercoms can be sexy, yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I mean, depends on your definition of yeah, sexy, yeah, but you know, I like, I, I like a nice butterfly. Yeah, nice butterflies can, can be absolutely sexy. Exactly, certainly beats that old silver intercom with just those buttons. That's, you know? that's right. That doesn't work. That's right. Usually, you know? Yeah. So maybe you'll move back into your old place now that it has a butterfly. Mark I, I mean, maybe. So. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about. I know that that's something that you're, you know, very, very intricately involved in. Let's talk about. AI and let's uh -huh. talk about the impact of 
of of AI on, yeah. on prop tech and, yep. and what you guys do specifically and, yeah. and how you think that's going to transform kind of operations. Yeah, I mean, look, I think um, I think AI has a ton of potential. Yeah. Basically, um, you know, we we are already using it in some ways uh, in terms of uh, providing better support and understanding the market. I think a little bit better. Okay. Um, you know, and we are undergoing kind of a process, like I think a lot of companies are, in terms of incorporating it throughout the whole kind of company stack, so to speak, right? right. And, um, you know, what, what I would say is, again, stay tuned for some kind of cool announcements. You a lot of teasing. You're doing a lot yeah, of teasing. Yeah, well, listen. Come to the website, yeah, stay tuned. I, yeah, I like it. Listen, I like it. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, you know, yeah. uh, you know, w- want to keep you guys, like, coming back for more. That's right. You know? That's right. So That's right. It, it's a drip campaign, yeah. so to speak. So, uh, you know, so far, so good. Yeah. 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 So what what specifically? I know you're involved in AI a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, so, so um, I mean, and, and that's um, so because, you know, I'm a company founder, you know, uh, a lot of folks reach out to me and you yeah. know, to seek advice and uh, and guidance. And I'm very happy to kind of give back in that kind of way. Um, because I think you learn, you know, just the same way, you know, you have, right? Yeah, totally. You know, you, you want to kind of share the the wealth of experience that you've had. Yep. Um, you know, because that's kind of what keeps the engine of America going, right? Uh, new businesses and successful businesses. And so, um, you know, had, had a bunch of like very young programmers, ex-Google, ex-Facebook, ex-AI company, um, people certainly much smarter than me. Luckily, I've got market knowledge and prop tech knowledge. But, um, you know, they're looking to kind of revolutionize the way that uh, the whole design development process uh, happens using, um, using OpenAI to basically so you can either type or talk about like, hey, I want to I want to design a living room with like, you know, wood floors uh, stone countertops, you know, whatever. Take your pick of, of the verbal specs, and it will literally spit out six different variations, right? In in like you know, thirty seconds. Like re- say, renderings. Yeah, yeah. So renderings, yeah. E- e- yeah. exactly right. Okay. And then though, you can say, oh, you know, I don't like that countertop, or add a skylight, or you know, move the windows here and there. I mean. It is so incredible. I've shared it with folks on the development side that I know in the business, and they are they are blown away, right? And so I think one of the the next steps is okay, take those renderings and turn them into you know three D three D floor plans, right? And turn them into CDs, right? And oh by the way, let's go the opposite direction. Let's sit down with the developer. Okay, here here's kind of my unit mix layout. Right now, decorate these things. I mean, it's yeah. it, it is so interesting, so um, so really cool to just see this thing works. And you know, like I said, I just got renovated my townhouse. I kind of wish I had had it then, but right. I'm so intimately familiar in kind of the design process and the time it takes. And you know, I used to work um, again in in like you know in in my uh, prior company. Uh, you know, sat down a lot of construction meetings. As you know, yep. it's very time consuming on the new dev side. It is. So yeah. if, if you're looking for a way kind of to, to solve the housing crisis, one way is if you can take that, you know, 12 to 18 month kind of design process, right? And shrink it down because a developer can sit there with the architect or can just sit there on their own. How about this? How about that? Right? Or the marketing person, yep. right? How about this? How about that? You can speed up the whole process. 
asset that, oh, by the way, then you hit it, the enter button and it turns into construction docks that you can put onto the street to bid. Wow. I mean, like that's a way to really kind of yeah. speed up, you know, yep. now. No, that's game you know, changing. Right. For sure. Exactly. So. Yeah. So how do you stay up to date on all this stuff? News, trends, what, what's your kind of I secret mean, sauce for staying at know, the, I think it's the head of the pack? To, talking to people like you, PT, yeah. you know, yeah, yep. in all seriousness, you know, I, um, you know, I've gotten to know a ton of people in the business, um, often starting out as customers and clients, yep. you know, and, um, you know, you just kind of develop a relationship and, and understanding of, of like what's going on in the market. I think it's very, very important uh, to do that because, you know, not only, you know, from a kind of, hey, how are we going to do at the macro level? But it's also about really just understanding kind of the trends in the market, right? You know, is the bid-ask spread on, on existing properties, is it going up, is it coming down? What does that mean about, you know, um, what's gonna happen in the market in the next six months, right? You know, um, what's going on with interest rates today? Like having a deeper understanding of that helps you kind of plot things out. And it also, I think, really importantly informs as we, you know, how we grow as a company, right? Because we have to understand, look, at, at, at the end of the day, right, you know, real estate is about, you know, uh, you know, having a hundred million dollars in capital, part of it, you know, you, you borrow from a bank, part of it, you're, you know, raising from institutions or you're you know, raising it on wall street. Right. And you're deploying that capital. Right. And it's levered, you know, it's levered capital. Right. So, but you need a six or 7% all in, you know, IRR on some deals. Right. And, or ROI, I'm sorry, not yeah, an IRR. Say, yeah. That's pretty low. Yeah. I was going to say, um, we'll yeah, find exactly. some guys that'll take yeah. that, give yeah. them my, send them our way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unlevered. How's right. that? All right. Okay. Fair enough. So, but you know, <laughs> yeah. that that's the goal, right? Right. right. You know, an institutional real estate and that's what yep. we're all part of. Right. So like, how do we play our role in terms of helping kind of achieve that goal? And, you know, I think that's been really driving all of our product, um, all of our product kind of development. And, and then like, look, you know, like everybody else, I'm reading the trades, um, can't get enough of that. You know, I, I love uh, the macro stuff. I love some of the inside baseball stuff, you know, as well, you know, um, who's up, who's coming up, who's coming down and why. And, um, you know, and uh, again, shout out to, to Jay Parsons, um, you know, John Seabury uh, and, you know, Peter Lindman, who's obviously just an economist, more of a, you know, real estate finance economist. But I think understanding kind of what's going on at a deeper economic level also helps inform you as a as a partner, really, because right. that's what we are. We're a partner to all of our customers. Yeah, yeah, I know, and we've really enjoyed that as we've worked with you. Is and that's our approach, right? We we look at every relationship with our you know clients as as a partnership. Yeah, right. You have to. And, yeah, and it's it, 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 I think if you don't do that, then you know you're just setting yourself up for for yeah. bad relationships. You know, that, right? I mean, look, so I, I think that's modern business. Yeah, you totally. know, I think it's yeah. like we you know we all have customers, right? We all have. We all have vendors, right? And so it's about really understanding that and working together, right? Because you really can have a win-win, right? If you take the right approach to things. Yeah. So it's, why don't we wind this down? Let's talk a little bit about you know, any crazy but fun facts about yourself you can share with the audience. Sure. Uh, I got two. Uh, first is during college, worked at the rent fair. Oh, wow. Um, okay. As you can imagine, it was a lot of fun for a college student. Um, I worked for somebody who sold goblets. Okay. And part of their shtick or marketing uh, was every time you bought a goblet from them, you would get filled up with free beer anytime you came back to the to the stall. And so, uh, 
um, I quickly found out that you didn't need to eat lunch if you could drink beer all day. Um, yeah. Lots of carbs. So uh, <laughs> that was great. You know, beer, beer and drumsticks, basically. Yeah, free kinda. beer in college is yeah. a good, good mix. Yeah, it was a great mix. <laughs> so, so that was a ton of fun. And then, you know, I'm a huge Star Wars geek. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, and so, uh, years ago, I mean, this has a tech, tech tangent is, you know, years ago I bought a, um, a rather large R2D2 off of eBay, right? Uh, in part, cause it was like an actual robot. It, it worked with voice commands. Okay. So, uh, not quite good as open AI or chat GDP, but, um, still you could say R2 do this or R2 do that. And it was really, really, uh, fun and cool to have. You know, see that happen. I still have it, um, and so those are uh, you know things I'm definitely into: sci-fi and and fantasy and kind of any strategy, military kind of themed uh, you know action adventure stuff. So. All right, cool. Well, that's a good segue to my, my next question. Yeah, here. books, movies, or TV. What's your kind of go-to or uh, all the above? And yeah, I mean, any good suggestions on you, across the board on those? You listen, I'm uh, I'm just enjoying. Uh, I think season four of Jack Ryan. It's the last Jack Ryan. Okay. Uh, I think on Amazon, really, really like like that. Um, you know, I'm also reading a book about uh, kind of the total history of Central Asia. Um, I'm just very interested in like the Silk Road and I'm kind of east-west trade. And, um, you know, because I know a lot about European history already. You know, yeah. I know American history quite well. Um, just kind of interested in in how you know the East and the West connected, um, like way way back when, and learning more about China, right? Which right. I think is yeah. uh, the world's number two economy, and kind of a uh, you know um, and uh, you know how do the U.S. and China coexist peacefully in the future? So right. yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's kind of wrapping up here. Anything else you want to add or anything we didn't cover? Or? No. I mean, uh, listen, uh, it was a great opportunity to speak with you. Um, I appreciate that and kind of uh, speak to the listeners. Um, you know, just we're very, very excited. You know, I think um, I, I used to tell this joke, which is I've been in prop tech for something like, you know, 18 years. The last five have been fun. Um, <laughs> you know, because I think finally it's gotten to a point where, um, you can really understand the the value it will add to a property. I think, you know, one anecdote is um, during COVID, uh, all these leasing offices were shut down, right. right? And so, if you didn't have prop tech, you were you were kind of you know SOL, yep. right? And I think the companies that had adopted some form of prop tech, right? And in our case, it was you know remote access to the front of the building via Butterfly MX, right? Um, they were much able, uh, much more able to kind of navigate those waters, get new prospects into the building, right? right? Manage the building remotely, right? And I think it opened up a lot of people's eyes as to the potential because, you know, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? The question is, what are you leaving on the table by, by not implementing PropTech. And I think what, what we find is once you start to adopt something like Butterfly MX, your eyes are so opened into, wow, I, I, I wish I'd done this before because the value add I see and how my building is operated or, you know, how much my residents like it um, is so tremendous that it's like, gosh, what had I been waiting for? Yeah. So, um, you know, that that's really uh, 
I'd like to leave your listeners with that message. So. All right, cool. Well, uh, again, appreciate having you in and, and sharing your insight with us. And yeah. absolutely remarkable what you guys have been able to accomplish in a pretty short time. And um, we're, we're really uh, grateful to be partnered with you on a lot of buildings and see all over the place and wish you continued success as you guys grow Butterfly MX. So thank you to Cyrus Claffey, founder of Butterfly MX. And we will catch you next time on a future episode of Empowered Returns. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empowered Returns. If you're a forward-thinking real estate investor or developer looking for actionable advice that will help you generate market-beating returns, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. I'm Mike DeMello with Charles Gate, and I'd love to connect on LinkedIn and further the conversation for any specific questions you may have. Thank you for listening.